All right. Hi again, and welcome back. Attorney Steve Andran here with a special guest today, Frontline, Lacey. Hello, Frontline. Hi there. Happy Sunday. So it's Sunday, and we're going to do um, sort of just a um, little conversation about the Cosby trial. It's moving along here. I think we're into the second week, so you know these trials move pretty quick. But I'm just going to go through some comments that I've been reading, and we're just kind of read them out here, and we're going to talk out loud. So um, you know, we're not making any allegations, any insinuations. Everyone is proven is innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. So these are just general statements. So um, these are some comments that that I'm reading. Um, Former model drug addict Janice Dickinson, who has a history of lying on other celebrities, is testifying at the Cosby trial. And lawyers are using her own book with her own words to contradict her lies. And we're supposed to pretend that this circus is not a racist witch hunt slash money grab. Your thoughts? Well, when you were reading about the blue pill that that he gave her because she had period cramps or something like menstrual cramps, who takes a pill from somebody that doesn't know what the pill is? That is just stupid. Yeah. And I tend to agree with that too. And and that's kind of a, kind of a weird thing. And, you know, when you're a celebrity, you know, we've seen this all across the board, too many to mention. Michael Jackson was another, um, but you know, but these allegations, you know, you know, rich people are targets, right? I mean, rich people are targets. Right. But the reality is, is that, I mean, if I knew somebody, you said to me, honey, can you take this pill? You're having like, you know, a headache or something. I trust you. I take it. Angie, I mean, what did she trust Bill Cosby for? I mean, were they like friends? Did they live together? Were they, you know, best like dad, mom? It's, it's just crazy. I don't get it. And I don't either. And I, you know, and that's another question is, you know, if somebody's going to give me a pill, they say, well, I have a really bad headache here, take this. What's the first question you're going to have? What is it? What is it? That's right. And, you know, you may even ask, well, what what level is it? Is is it a bunch of, you know, how many milligrams or what are we talking about? Well, even you, when I give you pills in the morning, I'll say, honey, here's your pills. You'll say, well, which one is this? What's that? Like you asked me and we've been together for 20 years. Don't bring up my Viagra. That is so inappropriate. (laughs) No, but you asked. We're totally joking here, by the way. You ask me what they are. And I mean, you trust me. We've been together for for many, many years, but you still say, oh, okay, so what, what, what am I, what am I taking? What, what, you know, what are you giving me? So to have like somebody to say here, take this, I would never do that. And I agree. And I think that's some of the testimony I, I guess we're waiting to hear is, you know, you, somebody says, here's a blue pill that this will take the edge off. You, you, you know, usually you're going to say, well, what is this? And as some other people are pointing out, well, you voluntarily, take that pill. There's no evidence that he actually gave someone the pills that here, take this or slipped it or dropped it in their drink or things like that. So um, anyway, so that's interesting. Now, what do you know about Janice Dickinson? So she was, tell me more. I don't know much about her. Um, you don't, I don't really know. I'm not, I really don't want to bash her, but I, I think she was like, she's claimed she was the first American model, but she's kind of like a well, because it says here, drug addict. Do you know anything about, I mean, and again, these are just our opinions and, you know, nothing is verified here, but these are just some general conversations. I don't know much about her drug addict, but. Well, she was on celebrity rehab, so she had a drug problem. I don't know what the extent was, whether it was alcohol or drugs, but she was on some sort of a celebrity reality rehab show. So yeah, she's had, you know, something. I don't, I don't know though. 
Okay. All right. Um, next comment here says, Margot Jackson um, might not have been the slam dunk the defense wanted in the Cosby trial as prosecutor Stuart Ryan showed she filed travel expenses in 2003, but none in 2004 when she says she roomed with accuser Andrea Constant. So Margot Jackson is the one that, from what I understood, was going to be kind of like the secret ace in the hole, and she was going to come in and say that um, that Constand, the uh, the victim here, the alleged victim, I should say, um, who got $3.4 million in a settlement, um, was wanting to frame a celebrity. Have you heard anything about that? No, I have not. So, so I, I guess, I thought there were like 60-plus victims. We, we're talking about one victim now? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, there's been accusations and allegations, I think going back into the, to the, it might be the 80s and 80s, 90s, you know, so from the stuff I've read, again, not verified, you know, things, you know, something like 50 plus women have raised claims. But, you know, as you can see, when if somebody's paying out 3.4 million, you know, you can see why people would line up and make claims. And so that's always the problem, you know, and, and Donald Trump's having that problem right now with Stormy Daniels. You know, the problem when you're a celebrity is you have to be very careful when you're alone with women. I think that's definitely a lesson here. Yeah. Yeah. If I was a celebrity, I would not be alone with any person that wasn't my spouse or something. I just wouldn't. I just, I would alarm, alarm my, or uh, what's, what's the word? Not alarm. Arm myself with people that were my my friends, my spouse, not with people I don't know. I agree. Well said. Um, what else we have here? Um, our culture is full of myths about rape. Bill Bill uh, Bill Cosby trial prosecutors want to tell us what really happens. You know, so you know, there's a thing going on now: the Me Too, the rape culture. Um, so the, I don't know how this is going to actually play into the trial, but there's you know there's a lot of people talking about the rape culture and what's what what's really happening and what's not happening. Um, let's go to the next comment here. Um, star defense witness to take the stand after lunch break in Cosby trial. Witness is key to Cosby case, and she is expected to tell a jury Andrea Constan wanted to frame a celebrity. So. Wait, who said that? Uh, well, these are, I'm just reading comments here, just random comments people have about the case. So um, I don't have specific information about the testimony, whether that actually went down, you know, and, and you know, helped Cosby or didn't. But, um, you know, certainly if, if credible, that's some damaging evidence um, for the prosecution. Um, what else we have? Um, Cosby trial reports continue to give idea that Cosby secretly put pills in women's drinks. There's been absolutely no testimony to that effect. All women say they were offered and accepted the pill. None were forced. Wait, so he gave the pill to everybody? Well, you know, good question. I don't know how many they're talking about, but I think in this trial they had about five women that were testifying to sort of corroborate the um, statement of the of the alleged victim here. And so I think they all pretty much testified that, as far as I can tell, that, you know, they were offered a pill, something to take the edge off, or they were having some kind of problem, or just, you know, who knows. But he said, you know, here's a pill, this will help you, you know, take the edge off, and, and they voluntarily taken it. But again, why don't you ask, well, what is this pill? And without some testimony like that, 
I think that has to be part of the testimony to be credible, right? Is he told me it was Benadryl and he lied, you know, because it totally wiped me out. It was something else. And, and again, I'm not sitting in the courtroom. I don't know if this testimony has come out or it hasn't, but certainly I think that's, that's a big key fact. Don't you? Well, yeah. And did he capitalize on women that had like, you know, headaches or like, like how were these gals offered this pill because they had the same issues? That's kind of bizarre. I agree. All right. So just a couple more here. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Let's see if we can find a good one here. It's um, Cosby trial. It's an eye opener to cover the trial. If here, the perception is totally different than the coverage. So somebody is there actually reporting on it and says opinions abound, but that's all they are. But in some cases disguised as actually happening. It's interesting to watch. So in other words, Sometimes the media is going to tell you other things. And that's why I say, you know, um, with, with trials and things, you can never really draw your conclusions. You can't get mad at the jurors until you know exactly the evidence they got to listen to, what was actually, what they actually got to bring back into the jury room, what they actually had got to consider. You know, a lot of things in a, in a trial are omitted and, and the public knows about it. But the people sitting there in the jury box, they don't know about it. So we're all sitting here creating all these stories and, you know, everything else. Meanwhile, the jury is looking at actual evidence, weighing the credibility of evidence and coming up with a decision. So I I think that's where there's always a difference between the media and what really happens behind closed doors. Yeah, good point. I I mean, because, you know, we we see probably more than they do or, or less, right? Oh, well, we, we see more and we hear a lot of more, you know, there's a lot more, um, I don't, you don't call them conspiracy theories, but there's a lot of other theories of the case. Um, you know, different people have different facts. Other people have dug up other evidence from the past, things that wouldn't be admissible in court, various character evidence, very, various prior acts and incidents, you know, things like that, that aren't going to get into the trial, but we can find them online and you can form opinions. And what that really is, is based on different biases you have, but you know, a good judge is going to decide what's admissible and what's not admissible. You want to have a fair trial as to this particular alleged victim. And you know, some, some of the evidence gets excluded. And the reason they have is a sequestered jury. Right. Yes. And I believe they are sequestered. And my understanding is it's essentially the same racial makeup as the last. A lot of people are talking race, race, race. Um, And, you know, obviously in today's day and age, race is part of everything, I suppose. Um, But, you know, yes, it's generally the same racial makeup. I believe it's 10 whites. To, to African-Americans. And so, you know, but remember, that was good for Cosby last time. He got a, uh, a, a hung jury mistrial. So, um, you know, so if I suspect if you have a mistrial in this case, the prosecution will probably drop it. And they'll probably be done saying, you know, we just can't prove it. You know, we just can't find a way to prove it. So, you know, the case is progressing. I think there's a a lot of things going on. You know, it's been, a, I would say, a pretty predictable trial from here on out. Um, There was an expert that went on the stand for um, talking about the difference between quaaludes and and, uh, Benadryl. And obviously, if you ever saw Wolf of Wall Street, they had uh, quaaludes in there. And you see how crazy that made people. And, uh, you know, I've taken Benadryl myself and I know there's a big difference, but Benadryl does make you a little tired. 
But you have you ever taken quaaludes? I've never taken quaaludes. No, I have not. <laughs> so I don't know. But no, Benadryl, Benadryl, people give to their children. So it's you know, I I don't I don't I've never taken quaaludes, so I have no clue what the aftermath is. But again, back to someone giving you a pill. Here, take this. You'll feel better. I, you know, like what the heck? That's just weird. I don't take a pill from someone if I don't know what the heck it is. I agree. So, you know, I think we're going to have to just wait and see what other information comes out. Um, It'll be interesting to see if Cosby takes the stand. I don't think he took the stand in the last trial. I doubt he will be taking it in this trial, but um, you never know. And so we'll be waiting to see on that. But the case is progressing. There's lots of talk in the courtroom. The witnesses are coming in. Credibility is at issue, and um, it's making a very interesting trial so far. So at any rate, here's, I'll give you one last one. The judge denied testimony about Andrea Constad's illegal drug use, but in her police report, she denied taking illegal drugs. The testimony would have assuredly been probative and it would have showed that she lied to the police. So I don't know, this is just one person's comment and I'm just going over some of the comments that I'm reading here. So at any rate, that's our weekend update on the Cosby trial. Um, we'll keep you posted on this. Um, I suspect it'll be closing down here pretty soon. Maybe next week we'll get closer to a closing, but we'll see how things go. Okay, Attorney Steve, general information only. And hope you like this podcast and um, hope you enjoy our show. If you like our videos, make sure you subscribe to our channel. If you have any comments, place them below. Please be friendly. We're not looking to start any fights here. If you have any questions or insights, um, anything to add to the case, feel free to post it below. Okay, go forward. Have a great Sunday. See you later.